everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. It's Monday. Yep. Columbus Day. It's Columbus Day. It was a... The word of the day today, Frank, for us is going to be... There's two words. Propaganda and discernment. Those are my two words. Good things. So, I want to put out a blanket disclaimer for myself before we even start the show. I am not... I'm a normie, basically. A little bit more informed normie when it comes to this nonsense that's going on overseas right now with Israel and Hamas and all this war. I don't know the detailed history. You know, I, I'm just, I'm basically a normal person looking at this from inside of America, right? So I'm not going to be giving any strategy advice or, or, you know, any of that stuff. But what I will tell you, what I do know is, is, that we're being we're being bombarded with a whole bunch of crap that I know for sure. So the first thing I'm going to warn everybody about is videos on X. And here's why. Th- this is a video I'm about to play of Look, I, you know, we're going to use the in at, body least, bags. at least 59 people killed, at least 100. People in body bags. It says Ukrainian health ministry, 57 dead, 169 hurt across Ukraine as Russia launches attack. OK, there's people in body bags and the shot is of people in body bags. And then one of the guys in the body bag starts moving the body bag around because obviously he's not dead. Somebody posted, I'll just leave these two videos here. Always think about what they want you to see. Right. But. The most ironic thing about this is that this video is also fake. That video is not of Ukraine. Somebody made it to be like it was about Ukraine, but it was actually video of a climate change protest. (sighs) So it's a lie upon a lie. It's two lies in one video. The person who made the video to make it look like Ukraine, the person saying it's a video of you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, like, yeah, a lie inside of a lie. Yes. Another example. There's this video floating around of the, the power parachuting into Israel, right? It, it's a bunch of parachuters that, you know, obviously we heard the story of the rave that was going on in Israel where Hamas apparently parachuted into it. I saw those. Yeah. This video right here they're showing of these parachuters also landing in Israel, not at the raid, is actually not Hamas parachuting it into Israel. It is a military training video from Egypt. It's like too much of the community notes to keep up with. I mean, and and I have to go in and verify the community notes too. There's a lot of weird. There's there's a lot of weird stuff that seeing being seen over the weekend. First of all, waking up on a Saturday and there being just a zero to sixty full fledged war going on, and I mean that 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 in itself. So I I was watching that, and then there's the there's. Listen, there's there's a ton of videos that just look straight up fake, produced. 
you know, you start asking questions like any of those those fake prank videos on the internet. How did the camera get there? What, what what's with the lighting? What's happening right now? Who the hell knows? Who knows? Um, but hostage taking. Uh, now it seems like every NATO country has at least a couple of hostages being taken by Hamas. So there's there's uh, there's there's in, there's need. I don't know. I'm going to get into a little bit of that in a second, but I just wanted there's one more that I came across. Now, the people sharing these don't realize that they're being punked. OK, they don't. They're sharing videos they think are honestly depictions of what they're saying. Here's one. Of a little boy laying on the floor, there's a pool of blood around him, but there's a big camera boom above him, and he's obviously acting, and they're getting him into position, and the person who shared it says, lights, camera, action, Castle Rock level production. But the problem is, is that this video of somebody being filmed, this little boy, is actually from a movie. They were filming a movie. And it's literally that that scene is from the movie that they were filming a couple years ago. That is not a propaganda video to try and show a wounded boy in the war, but it's being represented as it is. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, how many times have we seen have we seen uh, snippets from B-roll in um, uh, video games? Yep. 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 All helicopters being shot out of the sky, things like that. And you realize, well, anybody who has an eye for that stuff says, okay, well, this is a computer generated image, but, um, that goes around a lot. It, it, so it's just for this to be the, the foreground of what is being done in the background. And then you put however many hundreds of years, if not thousands of years of bad blood, with a lot more modern twist to that uh, that rivalry. I mean, everybody in this chat room grew up grew up with Israel versus Palestine uh, going on in the background, and um, that's what it should be for all of us. But we have been intimately involved, and we have crossed streams and crossed wires for so long that it's very hard for us to find where we begin and all of them over there end. And um, and we should have nothing to do with any of it, no matter how horrible the images are. Thank you. It's Thank you. Yes. And here's my, again, disclaimer. Here's my highly probably uneducated take on it all from, from a 30,000-foot view. Israel has supposedly one of the best defense systems, the highest levels of intelligence, the Iron Dome, the the you know the the way that they're able their intelligence is able to filter this stuff out all of a sudden on a Jewish holiday all of that failed astronomically across the board at the same time okay fine let's accept that as true somehow they to me this this is what I'm looking at Ukraine is not getting any more money it's causing a chaos in our country nobody wants to send any more money over to Ukraine yep Russia stayed strong, quote, throughout the whole thing and, you, and didn't launch a full-scale attack. So they didn't have World War III excuse there. Whoever they is, I don't know. I haven't defined them in my head yet. So now they, they, there's another need for a large-scale conflict somehow. Enter Hamas bombing Israel. 
days or weeks after the United States hands Iran six billion dollars for terror for for a pris- prisoner trade off, like whose side are we even on? I don't I don't even know I don't even know what side we are. We're... We are on all sides. We are everyone. Oh, that that's what the the official. That's what the machine is a part of. For we little people, mm. our job is to argue with one another mm. and make it political, turn it into some kind of a you know shallow partisan thing. Of course, all of the, the biggest retards on Twitter are finding ways to either blame Biden or Trump, uh, d- depending on which side they're coming <laughs> from. Th- those, those were the biggest retards on both sides are doing right now. That if you're operating on that level, you pack it in. You're done. You're done. You, you you have you're you're of no use to the future or the present. And you know another thing, like the only thing I've been doing is warning people to just use as much discernment as possible. The fudge rule should be in effect times seventy million. And then there's of course the fear mongering, Frank. Now look, I think there's a lot of things that we all know. Number one. The southern border is wide open. Number two, God knows who is coming through, right? Number three, they like to congregate in big cities. That's where we're seeing all these pro-Hamas pro marches and pro-Palestine marches and people are fighting with each other. Like, we know that all. There was a post over the weekend that just irked me to a point where I've got it here. Um... It just, it just irked me to a point. The guy said something like, I just talked to a friend of a friend who's a diplomat and I don't get scared very easily, but I'm scared now. Um, I'm just going to read it to you. Bear with me while I pull it up. And he said, if I were you, I would stay out of large cities for, for the next 12 months. Okay. Phone call I just got from someone who works with a diplomat frightened me and not many things frightened me. I would not be in a big city for the next 12 months. So I'm like. Okay, everybody get out. Nine million people get out of New York quick. Where are you going? First of all, you're telling everyone to move out of big cities with what? With what is your background? Other, we're just supposed to say, oh, you know, a diplomat, we must leave. Like, this is just a fear-mongering nonsense engagement farm is what this is, Okay. We all know, we all know No, you told us nothing other than somebody of some importance may have told you something that scared you and you felt the need to blast it out on a platform so that 2.5 million people could see it. Well, Why? it's not, it's not with, it's probably not without merit. I but mean, we know, but why? But that's, 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 oh, that's been the case for decades now, especially since uh, September 11th. Um, the border has been open for far longer uh, in than how bad it's been the last year or two years. So uh, it, I, I've been saying for however long, I mean, eventually there's going to be some sort of a te- offensive style, something that pops up all over the place. Um, it's there, anything could happen. That, that's always been the case. Now, whether or not this is a, a, uh, an, an event that precipitates, larger phases of a, of a plan to be kicked in i don't know i mean if you if you study anything like you look into things like albert pike and the three world wars i have a little bit of that set aside for uh later on and i, ha- I have it over there too i mean we, we've been waiting for the this final face-off between the the uh, 
Zionist and Islamic world to come to fruition. That has been a, a big thing. And after that, after that, according to legend lore and and uh, you know supposed letters between Albert Pike and Mazzini, you have you have then this this uh, this face off between the Christian world and the atheist the uh, the atheist front, and uh, that that triggers the final social calamity. So as far as Israel goes, it was always a matter of when this was going to pop off. I I truly believe. The state of Israel as we know it today was designed to be destroyed by the people who, who created it for the Jews. I believe that it was designed to eventually be destroyed. I, I, I just I just feel that. Um, and I've been waiting. I've been waiting. And of course, the other thing there, too, is, as you said before, the money, at least at this point, is drying up for Ukraine. Doesn't mean which is not real. First of all, the government has so many lines on on unaccounted for dark money. They can put whatever kind of resource they want into that that country or any country, and we would never know about it. Number two, so number so part of number one, they wouldn't need an act of Congress, even though Congress at this point has been a little bit more locked up because of the whole ejecting of Kevin McCarthy and a seemingly, you know, a little bit more conservative changing of the guard. Anyway, Blinken comes out. Five billion dollars is going to Israel. You don't think that the the Defense Department wouldn't be able to find billions more? Of course, uh, it's uh, all so, a joke. Exactly, it's so, all a joke. And and so, yeah, yes. You know who was over there too? What? Who? You know who was over in Israel? I have so many things open right now. Cory Booker. Oh, really? He was there. Do you want to hear? I have it. I'm just looking for it. I have so many freaking clips open. Lindsey Graham, of course, never met a war he didn't want to have. Well, so he's excited. a he's excited. protege. He's excited about that. Loves it. Here he is. Ready? I am in Israel. About this time yesterday, I was jogging behind me in the old city. Looking when for I got bathhouses. A urgent call from my chief of staff telling me to get oh. back to the hotel as quickly as I could. That Israel so was under. He's not reading or anything. I, my, the urgent call from my staff telling me to get back to the hotel as quickly as I could. Just wait. Attack. There were thousands of rockets being launched. When I got back to the hotel, I joined All others the in the bomb shelter or the stairwells of the hotel frightened faces there were children and elderly families many americans there was a sense of fear and worry Oops. and a knowledge to many of us <laughs> that there were horrific things going on around the country at that time Nor hundreds of people have been killed thousands of people have been wounded billions have been wounded. a level of attacks at a scale that is staggering and really has not been seen in this country for Ever. 50 years. Incredible. We believe in peace and freedom and human rights for Palestinians, for Israelis, for all humankind must reject oh. those who use terror as their weapon. I there was more, but it got cut off. Probably One says fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. So then a oh. rabbi came out, Frank, who used to work with him somehow and said, 
Cory Booker voted to give Iran $150 billion. Then he ran today away from Israel. Yes, but that was ne- that was then. This this is now. Things have changed now that I'm here. Please stop bragging about how you endured rockets in Israel. You were my closest friend for 25 years. You were my student president at Oxford and my brother. Then you voted to give the Iran- Iranian terrorist monsters, who are largely responsible through Hamas for this attack that murdered 700 Israelis, $150 billion to murder innocents in order to preserve your political standing. Also, right after you made this video, your staff spirited you right out of Israel. And I wonder if you got special treatment to get on a plane to get out of the war zone. The only hope for our friendship and your relationship with the Jewish community is for you to finally come to the well of the Senate floor this week and condemn your own ro- vote to give billions to Iran and by extension Hamas and to apologize profusely and beg forgiveness of the innocent Iranian people being brutalized by their government and the world Jewish community. Otherwise, we're not interested in these posts. Words are cheap, Corey. Remember all the Torah we studied together? It's action that counts. Well, aside from all the things you can say about that, there is also what's happening, a bigger picture to tie this in for Normie Likes the likes of the normies out there. And that is number one. Yeah, we have been seeing a precipitous drop in general coverage of the war in Ukraine because it is a, it's never was winnable. And it has been a complete boondoggle, a complete loss of life, a complete loss of, of, of everything. So of course, as you know, now, and I'm sure you've seen the headlines, Hamas equals Iran equals Russia. Yep. And China. So, yeah, so it's all the, the the network, the axis powers continue to grow. And I, I'll tell you, on a world on a worldwide scale like this, it's just you can see the slow construction and manipulation of a of a global global kinetic war. I, I don't know what else. It and and so there was this too. I I, I had this um. Apparently, God, I don't even know where to go. Okay. Apparently, BLM is also protesting with the the pro-Palestine people. Oh, yeah, because they have a lot in common. So, Amari Studemeyer came out. I woke up. And, like, denounced BLM. I have a clip of him doing it. I... This is all such, all of it is designed. I I cannot, just looking at everything going on, it's designed, it's designed. There is no other word for what's happening right now, especially on social media with the, with the, like this one, for example, Frank. This is allegedly a transcript from one of the festival survivors at that festival. I'm going to read it because I want you to tell me if you felt what you feel after this, okay? You ready? All right. All right. I was there at the festival. There were rockets, so people got nervous and everyone started to leave. We drove towards the main road where we saw many cars standing in what looked like a traffic jam. At the end, there were policemen and soldiers forming a roadblock and blocking the road. This was not a police checkpoint. These were terrorist impersonators. They waited until there were a lot of people standing in traffic, then pulled out a machine gun and started spraying the cars with bullets, at least 300 dead. Three, 300 people gone. 
what they say on the news is wrong. We were the last car, so we drove in reverse. We took two bullets to the windshield. A bullet penetrated Lior, I guess his friend driver, in the, in the shoulder, and I was injured by broken glass in my hands. We managed to get away from them with the car barely working. We opened ways, and Lior told me, I served here, let's go to the military base, Gaza Division. Driving towards the division's base, we were sure that we would be safe there, but they had already raided this base at night and killed all the soldiers of the base in their beds. By then, they had already taken over the base. We arrived at the gate with the car all broken. I saw at the gate's entrance what I was sure were soldiers, but actually were 13 terrorists standing ready in crouch position with AK-47s and M-16s looking at us from a range of about 20 meters. They then started spraying the hell out of our car. We were shot all over. All the doors were holes. A bullet hit me in the head and tore a part of my head off. Um, Eviator took a bullet in the pelvis, Lior to the shoulder. We were all covered in blood. They threw a grenade at us. Suddenly, I didn't hear anything. Looking to the right and to the left, shouting to Lior to get out of the car. I grabbed him, got out of the car. We started running, and they kept shooting at us. I heard the bullets pass near my head and kept taking shots near my legs. I still have the shrapnel in my legs from the bullets. We ran and saw the fence of the base. It was about three meters high. We jumped over it through the barbed wire. All my hands were cut. I'm like, hold on a second. You've got a man with a pelvis shot. And your head is missing. And part of your head is missing. And you're sprinting through the desert, jumping. It goes on. There were still apparently, allegedly in the story, some Navy SEALs that arrive at the base. And they like plead with them to take them with them. And then they're told they have to carry Israeli soldiers on their backs to get them onto the helicopter. And I'm like, these people have been shot multiple times. They've got tourniquets on, as per them. And they're carrying Israelis on their back. It just makes no sense. And then if you say that, people yell at you. Yeah. It's the, the, pl- the, the, re- the true plight of our time is dealing with the how dare you? How dare you deny this? There's only one. Uh, there's only one for real, real position you can, you know, real position you can take on any of this stuff. Now, I, I seriously, when it comes to Israel and Palestine, uh, I see two. I mean, I mean, you you go back and you you go through some of this history, even lightly, and I don't really care about either side. And there, at this point. No matter how it started, it is a mutually brutal relationship. And, of course, we, we've been involved in it. The West has been involved in it since the beginning. And it's just it's just horrible. It's horrible. But, but there's only one acceptable position you can take on this, especially. Only one acceptable position. Just like with the Ukraine war, um, you could only ever look at Russia as an aggressor there was nothing that came before february of 2022 except putin's thirst for land you know so you're never the fact that you never get any kind of a real accounting of origin stories and what's going on and the responsibility that everybody has in a certain situation and you're given very specific events in a vacuum um it's it's everything is designed to be highly deceptive highly manipulative and highly volatile so that the machine keeps going on and we again keep ourselves distracted with um everybody's best condemnations 
everybody everybody's having a a condemnation contest right now who can condemn what the best and um and it's all leading us no matter what we're all playing on their turf whether you're for something or against something unless we reject the entire thing and back away from it we are all furthering we're furthering it in a in a predestined position it's like or predestined, yeah it's the outrage mob on every side is just go i'm just watching this like this is me it's like i'm at a tennis match back and forth like Don't. who's getting mad at who for not saying what and blah 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 and nonsense and then this Robert Malley, U.S. Special Representative for Iran, helped to fund, support, and direct an Iranian intelligence operation designed to influence the United States and allied governments, according to published emails from inside Iran. So we, 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 what side are we on? Again, like, this is the thing, guys. All I'm saying is there was this thing called the fudge rule that we had a couple years ago, and Bongino has his Bongino rule. The fudge rule in this case is going to last for, like, weeks because I have literally no idea and I'm pissed at everybody. Listen to Rona McDaniel. This is what it is for these people. If not, this is what it is for these people here. Absolutely. I think this is a great opportunity for our candidates to contrast where Republicans have stood with Israel time and time again. Absolutely. It's a great opportunity, Frank. This is a great opportunity. Can you play it again, but boost the no, volume. it's not. It, 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 hold on. For our it's already as high as it goes. She says, absolutely. This is a great opportunity for our candidates to contrast and show where they've always been standing with Israel. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. great. That's very, very amazing. This is what Americans need to know. How, but how do they stand on Israel? That, see, that and it's one of the first questions I ever had about the whole thing. And this, I'm talking like before 2010, where I'm just starting to ask some questions and read some stuff and, and poke into us geopolitically, not conspiracy theory, but geopolitically. Mm -hmm. Why do we get ourselves into a lot of trouble over this Israel place? Why? I it's it's one thing to be friends and you know good neighbors, good merchants with people around the world. But but why? And and this the the Olymp the this like tri triathlon of trying to show how much more in support of Israel than you are than the person next to you. Why would American voters, at least ones that are are sane, make any sort of decisions on 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 who they're going to vote for, represent them in an American government, based on how well the the uh, the candidate caters to Israel, to any foreign nation, yeah, right? And, and I'm not talking about how you know how well they, how friendly they are with a nation, one, but catering to, like they, this is no, this is a very important ally. They're the only democracy in the Middle East. Therefore, therefore, what if they can't defend themselves? Do they deserve to exist? The same thing for us. Have have we not completely abandoned defending ourselves? We no, we don't offend ourselves at all, defend ourselves at all. I mean, if if I were running the country right now, I would say, you know what, I'm tired of this nonsense. Everybody, come home, troops. You're going to station all of our ships all around in the oceans on both sides in the Gulf. The the troops would be all along the northern and southern border, and we would be defending would ourselves. 
the, the Rio Grande would be nothing. I would have built a parallel river. I would have I will, I would have dug a moat next to the Rio Grande, even bigger. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible that we we wake up to this on a Saturday morning, and it's just full blown. There, there wasn't even like a oh this, this could turn into something. It just, it's just happened. That was it. They're bombing now, and and the bombs. Oh, and then and then Pence. Pence goes on Fox and says that it's Biden, Trump, and DeSantis's fault that this all happened. Also, yeah. Thank you, uh, that, Mike Pence. That's me. <laughs> like what about what about the other one, Nikki Haley? She's a huge. Oh. She carries so much water for Israel. What is she saying now? She was she was basically saying we should be in there. Let me find it. I'm sure she is. Oh yeah, yeah. She definitely wants to send everybody over there right now. Hold on. This is my, this is my chance to show how strong I am. Yeah, elect me, and I'll go to I'll go to war. Here, defenders. I think I have it. At least one clip. She just looks angry. Here, because I want the American people to kind of take this in for a second. There's there no. Just miser. imagine that here the Israelis woke up, and communities were bombarded families were murdered women and children were taken hostage dragged through the streets the elderly were taken all of this has happened in front of everyone on top of thousands of rockets that hit israel this should be personal for every woman and man in america why because when they did this when they did this surprise attack when they took these hostages when they murdered these families they were celebrating and what were they celebrating they were saying death to israel death to america this is not just an attack on israel this is an attack on america because they hate us just as much and what we have to understand is this is the reason that we have to unite around making sure our enemies do not hurt our friends america can never be so arrogant to think we don't need friends just like we needed them on 9 11. that's why ukraine needs us when russia's doing this that's why israel needs us I, I go go nikki she's finished in my opinion <laughs> that's go. it go we're not gonna have a country anymore you dumbo the, like the, the only thing the only thing you can take away from this situation right now to apply to america is that this is coming for us yes this kind of unrest this kind of violence this kind of door-to-door -door violence is coming for us you want to look at what's going on in Israel right now and draw some kind of conclusion of what we can do. We need to start cleaning out the interior of the United States. That that uh, this that there should be a wide scale us. deportation effort right now. That's what we should be huge. focused on. <laughs> huge, huge. We're talking about decades, decades of God knows who is just uh, setting down roots, training, planning until whatever signal flare goes up. And then, I, I mean, it, that, that's the real question here. So we're going to move from this in a minute because I actually did manage to grab some stuff that's not war-related for today. But former Trump advisor Bolton calls for Iran regime change. There's the two words you're all waiting for. Regime change. Those are the two words that let you know that we're going to go in and do some things that probably nobody would want us to do inside of America. The mustache. The mustache speaks. We must he go. 
The, the mustache wants another war. We must go and continue perpetual war across the world and change the regime like all the rest of them have worked. They tried to do that with Trump, with the whole unmanned uh, drone that was downed. And then when that didn't work, he even tried to get Trump to go to war with Venezuela. And man, psychopath, psychopath. Okay. And then, of course, all the progressive students come out with their opinions. They're protesting in the street. I have one clip of, of a protest that I think is ridiculous. Like, nobody should be out supporting any of any of this anywhere at all on either side. Like, in my opinion. My humble opinion. Hold on. I have so many things up right now that I was, like, trying to pull together for today. But it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a student group. Here it is. Let's listen to this. This is a, this is in New York City, I believe. This is, these are people who don't, under, they don't understand anything, but I'm just going to play it so we can hear it here. When the Palestinians broke through the fence, they put the F-35s on trailers. Yeah! And as you might have seen, there was some sort of rave or desert party where they were having a great time until the resistance came in electrified hang gliders and took at least several dozen hipsters. But I'm sure they're doing very fine despite what the New York Post says. I, I don't understand why this man in his nice clean sweatshirt with his backpack on knows anything about anything to be able to stand here and, and lecture to a crowd. He knows nothing of nothing about anything. Okay, talk about a plant. Talk about a plant. This guy goes over there and, and makes a... Just taking that storyline right there to, to try to rouse the crowd with the story of Hamas paratroopers jumping in on a raid and taking partygoers hostage like what that you're trying to rouse the crowd and they were with, roused yeah with the retelling on that stuff i mean this is so again we're, we're being made to see these celebratory gatherings here uh about 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 things that are supposed atrocities that are being perpetrated on civilians directly not two you know not two armed divisions going at it in the in in desert warfare or anything like that so we're being shown this for a reason because it's going to elicit all types of very line in the sand kind of emotions and it, uh, aside from that and all u.s aid to israel yeah yeah and all u.s aid to everybody absolutely I, i'm with that but um i don't know i mean what well, who would, what kind of a person gets excited about the idea about paramilitary uh, troops coming down on a party? And, you know, I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. It's all so, terrible. You know who suffers the most? The innocent people who have no, they don't, they, they have nothing to do with any of this, this, this saber rattling that the, the real players are trying to perpetrate on everyone. It's just a division tactic. Like, we're all just supposed to hate each other all the time over something every minute of every day. Jim Jordan says his first move as speaker would be to help Israel, Frank. Let's get him in there quickly. 
Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, and this is this is a big reason why uh, the left really jives well with um, fundamentalist uh, Islam. A lot of the same mentality, especially when it comes to political deception, lying to, uh, you know, to, to violent to this propensity of violence. And then on the other hand, you have uh, APAC, Israel and so-called conservatism, because they know that that can that that controls a large uh, a large population of American voters, uh, the evangelical vote. Evangelicals are are very, very bound to Israel. So you have you have a lot of different and then but and that's not even exclusive, totally exclusive, because vying for Israel's attention, vying for the ADL, vying for I mean this is this is something that everybody tries to do. And uh it's all psychological. It's all about how you can get an edge on people and keep them either confused, confused and disengaged, or completely compliant in one direction or another. The, the whole, again, there's a big ch- a conversation going on in the chat about how they had the banners made already. They, they, these people exist already. Those are the same banners they use at every one of their marches. They didn't just- yeah, that, that wasn't the first time they took that banner out. No, so that, 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 those groups already exist. Like they, they have their stuff. They don't need to get it printed like overnight and then have it brought in. Um, the, the whole message of today is, just discernment and calm to the extent we can have calm because there is a propaganda war being waged right now and you can see it everywhere and it's happening to everybody and people are reacting. I'm just kind of watching everything right now and yeah, of course, it's absolutely terrible what's been done to these people. It's terrible. What's going on right now is terrible. There's no doubt about it. But I don't think we're getting the truth about anything right now, literally anything. Uh, yeah. And, you know, the biggest thing we're not getting the truth on is the surprise element of it. We're getting, that, that's number one. Well, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. A couple of people in the chat room said it before. And it's uh, that that's one of the, the, the first bits of information that came out that the Israeli Mossad and our intelligence, which, you know, between us, Israel, that that that. Uh, that's nine eyes right there. I mean, we're talking about the most advanced intelligence sharing uh, apparatus that the world has ever known. And no one had and, any idea, and then the Iron Dome just broke. Not a damn thing. Now, obviously, the Iron Dome is not like it's not going to catch every. I mean, no missile defense system is unbeatable. But but you're telling me, you're telling me that this was just it all fell through the cracks and they're calling it Israel's 9/11 now. They, 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 more than a few people of of stature called this Israel's 9/11. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Get out of here. Um and and that is not to to thumb my nose or sneeze at any any innocent person, any small child that lost a, a, a parent or a sibling or anything like that. It's just we're being desensitized to death yeah. because death is being so wantonly used to manipulate the world. Yep. And it, it has to come to a point where you can't be everywhere at the same time. You can't be the judge for everything. We 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 can't, we're not. This is not the way it's supposed to be. Somebody's 
somebody screwing with us. There's a lot of people um, that used to be IDF that are coming out and actually saying there's no way that this is possible. It's just, it, there's no way. Like, so there's so much. There's just so much. Um, and as that happens, of course, we've got all our own problems here that, that now nobody will talk about for goodness knows how long because it's all going to be this all the time. But um, there's a shortage of medication in this country, Frank. I wonder if that has anything to do with our reliance on our enemies to supply our medication for us. However, there's a shortage of ADHD medication. I take a medicine that has been in shortage as well. And I'm going to tell you, it is not fun to have to deal with pharmacy shopping to try and find a pharmacy who's not stockpiling and holding and won't disperse and all kinds of other crap. Connecticut. Uh, back in early September when Aurora had strep. Antibiotics, right? Can the state of Connecticut had, uh, was out of amoxicillin. Yep. It's happening <laughs> a lot. What? The, the, the bubble gum pink amoxicillin? What the hell are you talking about? I heard somebody online the other day. I went to, uh, I went to the pharmacy for, for something else. I had to ask a question about something. And I was standing behind several people who were there for their shots and something else. So I'm just listening to people, people watching. And I re- this one woman was was complaining about something not being available or it taking so long. And she was just, you know, commiserating with somebody else there. And I heard her drop a line like, you know, it's crazy that, you know, this is America. We can't get our we can't get our medication. And I'm just like, this 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 woman has been asleep for God knows how long. She doesn't know that all of our drugs come from outside the country. Yeah, she has no what idea. Is, what does America mean? This is America. What is that? A point of privilege now? We had I mean, to, we, we had to go we, to freaking Mexico to get COVID meds. Come on. My God, we've been made completely unexceptional by design. So, patient Jess Price rang forty three pharmacies to get part of her prescription. They use the word there, which means to me that. Jess Price doesn't know whether they're a girl or a boy or a man or a woman or a whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Everybody can't get their hands on their medicine. And it's not just ADHD med. It's, it's everything. Um, what else do I have for today? Oh, trans student attacks pro-life groups display on campus. Because they're very peaceful and love babies and then i have i have um oh uh, this one's good let's watch this this is uh students hate trump's state of the union quotes this is new i believe yep no this is from 2018 this is how far back we have to go to get (laughs) (laughs) i'm done i don't even know should i even play it what's the point no i was just trying to find something to talk about that wasn't this because Oh, oh, here's something. This one's good. Amish men outed by nationwide emergency alert shunned for owning cell phones. The Amish men? They all had, I I guess they had cell phones. Can't own those phones. I have a TikTok I can play. (laughs) Shunned today by the Amish church. That's right. This right here. 
over the years, there's been quite a few Amish men that reached out and wanted phones. So whenever they request to have a phone, I'll do everything I can to try to get them a phone. Not always can I do so, but in some circumstances, I have been able to get them a phone. Now, three of them replied back to me today and said, hey, I'm going to have to lay low for a while. I just got shunned. And I said, how'd that happen? <laughs> they said, hey, that emergency alert that went off. Yeah, we had our phones on vibrate and it still went off. <laughs> the one guy said the the elders were coming in his driveway and they were there to speak with him about something that they heard about him that he might have to get shunned you know they got to check up on it to see if it's true right when that was going on the alert went off and he was in his pocket now he's getting shunned for both whatever they were after to shun him and also the cell phone <laughs> that that's crazy that's but you know hey listen you, you have to go outside of your your community to be able to access some technology. How long does shunning shunning go on for? I don't know. Let's find is, out. Is it like you, you have to get sentenced to, okay, well, you're going to be shunned for a month or you're going to be shunned for several years. I remember Dwight Schrute from the office was shunned for years. Amish shunning rules are immensely fascinating to the outside world, but what exactly are they? Um... A painful separation of a person from their community. They're no longer allowed to eat or take rides with the other community members. They're not even allowed to give people gifts anymore. They're not included. Despite popular belief, the person isn't cut off entirely. The community will still converse with them and give help where absolutely necessary. Although the exact procedures vary among different Amish sets, sects, shunning is widely considered key to maintaining the integrity of the church. Um... See, Why? everybody has a, there, there's always something hanging over your head to keep you in line. They, they have deterrent with shunning. We don't do anything. We got to have some kind of a shun system in place. Using banned technology. This is to protect the rest of the community from what they see as a harmful outside influence. Running for government, not allowed. Marrying the wrong person. Getting a divorce. Violence. They're very complex rules, apparently, and um, they didn't really tell us how long they last. Let's see. How... What does divorce in an Amish community look like? I'd love to, I'd love to get into the nitty gritty of that because they do so. They do so many things outside of, outside the system. But I have to imagine. I wonder if they if they get marriage licenses or this is all just something that is internally, um, acknowledged. You know, for a while there, Lauren and I were like, we're not, I don't want to get a marriage license. Let's go yeah. take, let's family together. Let's, let's put the, the wedding on. Let's take our vows and, uh, and to hell with the government. And eventually we flipped on it because we just knew that people who were coming to the, uh, the wedding wouldn't understand. And then we didn't want to start like some kind of a scandal. Like, look, they're not even married. We gave all our money to them. <laughs> you know, we, so we were like, fine. Go get that. 40 before we get shunned i actually know somebody i know two people that work very closely with the amish community i can ask them these questions and find out like what the real rules for shunning are and how they work i'm interested now too yeah i've got i've got a, a friend i can ask as well i just wonder you know because even outside of the amish um divorce was something that was very touchy for a long time um especially in in the you know catholic circles and all that 
obviously now there's a lot people care a lot less and standards have been destroyed but you if you were ever going to you know the only divorce that was acceptable was annulment and yeah. that's the only way that you can you can get remarried that's for sure. It's funny because uh, Gigi has an annulment story like that. She's technically under the church, still married, I think. I think it's Gigi. If you don't get it annulled and then you get civilly remarried, technically, by church standards, you're 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 committing adultery. Um so the annulment is something that has to be uh that but I don't know the process. I always heard that it was long process and all that stuff. Then again, you can just, you know, you can get discount divorce these days. Every other store you can go over here in New York. Every other storefront is uh, immigration and divorce. So you just walk in. We're going to get you set up some, with some working papers or a quickie divorce. That's terrible. Yeah. I have a, yeah. a video clip that I'll show everybody real quick, Frank. It's a dolphin. It's like one of those shows where you get to like sit on the dock and like the dolphins come up and you can pet them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't go as planned. Watch this. <laughs> You're going to be on a delay, but I'm going to show this to everybody real quick. Oh, the dolphin didn't molest them. Uh, yes. Yes, the dolphin did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Uh, uh, I knew it. I knew it. And she, and she put her feet in the air. I know. She was. She gave him access. My gosh. <laughs> she Good loves golly. it, someone in the chat says. <laughs> Good golly. You got to watch out for those dolphins. They are perpetually horny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> That's how we'll end it. I'm ending it on the dolphin. I can't, I can't believe she put her feet up. <laughs> I can't believe she put it's real too she's freaking out honestly she doesn't know what to do with herself uh did i i mean if that thing was on me i would i would be so freaked out i know it's heavy right yeah you got this 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 ocean creature is that has flopped on top of you it, it it's so unnatural and weird oh my god <laughs> stop it The dolphin's I, it, name is Hunter. Someone in the chat said. It seems at one point there, she was just like, okay, whatever. Just let him finish. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please. <laughs> the story for today, guys, is just you. There's some terrible things happening. There's no doubt. But just use some discernment about everything you're seeing and keep a cool head. And obviously, if you're in a city you know that there's a chance that there could be something bad that happens. Just don't feed into the fear mongering and, you know, just keep your head on a swivel, as they say, and mind your family and keep your weapons and do what you would do in a normal situation. But don't fall prey to all of the crazy that's going on right now. Just be. Yeah. That's basically the message of the show today. Yeah. Focus, focus, refocus everything locally. Because this is bringing you to a national stage again. This is all. This is this is I don't know. And and don't don't think that ever think that something that's going on in Ukraine and in Israel is something that is out of the question to ever happen here. We're being set up for even bigger disasters here at home. 
bigger disasters. No, nobody who cares about mankind or starting or stopping a war or humanitarian efforts or anything like that would would open us up for the type of invasion and in Europe too. Um, open us up for the types of invasions that are going on right now with completely incompatible groups of people. This is they are we are careening toward disaster, and it's not going to be so far away as to you it, it being piped into your life through the internet and television soon. Okay, they they want to bring this to your neighborhoods, so don't don't go overboard with trying to understand what's going on over there. Just know that it's all about what they want to do over here. So positive. <laughs> it's, it was, at this point, it's crunch time. I know. You know? I know. There's, plenty, there's plenty of things to do. I mean, hey, I, I'm going to try to keep it as positive as I can tonight. I'm talking about Christopher Columbus a little bit. Um, there's that. Somebody in the chat said she just yields to him. Yeah. <laughs> Like fine. <laughs> Take me. I'm here. I'm good. Take Somebody me. also said, um, front cover of the National Enquirer in nine months, a hybrid dolphin human baby born in I was just gonna say, wh where is this? I don't know. Is that like Florida or something like that? I have no idea. Somebody's gonna take a picture of a, a half half woman with a dolphin flipper swimming around in the ocean <laughs> out there, some kind of an a, an inlet. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, goodness. You have been watching or listening to the Dark Delight Podcast with... Frankie Val on the drums and... Beans! You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Also live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, Getter, and on X. And Frank, Monday through Friday at 7 on Rumble or QuiteFrankly.tv. And tomorrow, I'll try to distract everybody with an hour's worth of laughs on a side of beans at 2 p.m. Eastern on Rumble. We'll be back here. Well, I'll be back here on Wednesday. Enjoy your vacation, Frank. Oh, thanks. Uh, it's much needed, but we'll do, we'll do well when we get back. No worries. Good stuff. Talk to you guys soon. Later. Later.